0: Thursdays at this time, we do something called the Maggie and Perloff Metaverse. This is what it sounds like.
1: Exploring sports' biggest what ifs and could have beens. Let's dive into the multiverse of Maggie and
0: Perloff. All right, Perloff. Today, we tackle one of the big what ifs and what could be's in the future.
2: Oh, whoa.
0: Okay. (laughs) Buy a hat and hold on to it. What if tomorrow all of a sudden we woke up and you just hear and see headlines? The NFL draft has disappeared. It's gone away. Poof. It's
1: gone. (laughs) No more
0: in a world. No more NFL draft. That's it. It's over. We do not select teams this way. If we woke up tomorrow and the NFL draft ceased to exist... Explain what would happen.
2: Well, let me tell you right now. In 1994, Glenn Robinson was going to be the number one pick out of Purdue, big, uh, big dog. Yep. And he threatened to boycott the draft system, and the NBA Players Association was big time behind this. They wanted to get rid of the draft because they thought it suppressed salaries.
0: It's not free market.
2: Right, so this is not, this is a metaverse, totally, but this is something that's possible. If the NBA or NFL draft ever actually got to the Supreme Court, you could easily see them saying, this is uh, monopolistic behavior, and the NFL is so particular about protecting their monopoly rights, that they might say, okay, we'll get rid of the draft. So this isn't a crazy metaverse at all, and it could happen, uh, I'm not sure if it happens overnight like that, but there could be a time when there is no NFL draft. So here's what I think would happen. This is my scenario. No NFL draft it becomes much like college football where it becomes a recruiting system. Yep. And then you see certain teams become the glamour teams. Obviously, one team jumps to mind. The Dallas Cowboys become the Alabama Crimson Tide of the NFL. So Jerry Jones, uh, instead of being stuck with this terrible Dak Prescott contract situation, he knows that he's going to have the shot at the top quarterback because who doesn't want to wear the star? It's much like college recruiting back before NIL. I just think that everyone has the same basic salary structure. I think that you're going to want to go to Dallas. I think that he has already hired Lincoln Riley at this point, point. and that means that Caleb Williams is coming with him, and he's basically, you know, he's always wanted Lincoln Riley, who's from Texas. Lincoln Riley's a coach in Dallas, Caleb Williams, and they get the top offensive talent every year. And they are perennial contender because they are going to out-recruit you in this new non-draft world. I also think the L.A. teams become elite because I think a lot of players want to go there. I think the Miami Dolphins get these elite players. I think you have more of a recruiting world than an actual draft world. Uh, and unfortunately, the good weather teams with the high glamour cities get an advantage here. Led by Dallas.
0: Okay, so we're talking about the metaverse of Maggie and Perloff, which is what we do every Thursday at this time. We do a what if and what could have been. Today, it's what if the we woke up tomorrow and the NFL draft was gone? What if it was just a free market where guys come out of college and it's just a gold rush, if you will, or a rush or recruiting to try to sign them. There's no such thing as the draft. Now, in your uh, metaverse that you're created here, yes, the glamour teams would be Dallas, it'd be LA, it'd be Miami. But what if those teams are already filled? Like, you're... Not everyone's going to want to go there potentially because if I can start in Green Bay or if I can start in Minnesota, I'm still going to want to go to those teams. I don't know if you'd have the, you know, if it would be so tilted only in those couple teams direction.
2: So if you're an elite wide receiver in high school and you look at Georgia and you look at the University of Minnesota, which one are you going to? <laughs> well, uh, so that's the, old, it is the, uh, you're absolutely right. And actually with NIL, that dynamic is changing and it's spreading out the talent, but Georgia and Alabama used to be able to go four deep with five star recruits. So I do think that. You're going to, you know, all you need is a little bit of a bump. You get a little bit of a talent edge just because players are going to want to come play for these glamour teams. You said get a lot of marketing money, just like college football. Uh, I'm not sure that this might hurt the the cold weather teams. I mean, really, if you're in a leap, if you're Caleb Williams, Minnesota is indoors, so it's nice. But if you have a choice between the Cowboys and the Vikings, I think you're going to go for the marketing.
0: Yep. Uh, this is the metaverse of Maggie and Pearl. Off the what ifs and what could have beens. We're asking, what if the draft just went away tomorrow? If the NFL draft disappeared tomorrow, can I, yes, go ahead.
2: By the way, do you think Caleb Williams would go to Chicago in this scenario? I <laughs> do
0: not. That's, that's a hard Sorry. pass. I don't think he'd go to Chicago. I don't think he'd go to Buffalo. I don't think he'd go to Green Bay. I don't even think he might even go to Washington, which is his home city. Maybe because that has the appeal, but you know, it's not like Washington at, you can't guarantee good weather. No one wanna to go to the Giants or the Jets. Yeah. Except for Not- Aaron Rodgers, I guess. <laughs> um okay, Metaverse of Maggie and Perloff. What ifs, what could have been's? What if the draft disappeared tomorrow? I'll tell you what the world would look like if the NFL draft disappeared tomorrow. Super teams. Ooh. Super teams all over the place, just like the NBA. If you don't like this about the NBA, you would hate this about the NFL because that's what we would have. Super teams. So I think for example. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase being together in Cincinnati, right? And Joe Burrow like basically stood on a table and like banged the table for Jamar Chase, right? Over Penay Sewell was that the story? Okay. Um, uh, and and he and he knew that they were gonna have a great connection because they won the title together at LSU. Imagine Justin Jefferson on that team. I think you get guys who are manipulating where mm. they go. I don't know if it's Dallas, Miami, or the LA teams. It could be anywhere. But guys who want to play together who know each other, their agents are the same. For all the reasons we get super teams in the NBA, the same thing would happen in the NFL. Obviously, you know, three guys on one team of a a team of 53 is a little bit different than three guys on the same team of a starting five. But you get what I'm saying. I, I think it's all about super teams, player empowerment, and the players will dictate a lot about who they play with.
2: Well, why can't that happen now?
0: Because it's the draft. So if the Vikings take Justin Jefferson, then you can't do that.
2: Right. But on the second co- – well, the NBA super teams are later guys. They're not draftees. Right. So why I can't I, – honestly, I think your point from before, Justin Jefferson's not going to want to share targets with his buddy Jamar Chase. He's not going there for that very reason.
0: Really? I uh, think they'd want to get together and win together.
2: Well, they could do that.
0: Yeah, but the thing is about if you wait till the second contract, yeah. then you – Really, the stars have to align, oh, okay. you know? So you're
2: saying, you okay, it's easier, but these are young super teams, a little bit different than the NBA model, which is sort of latter a part of your career. Right, right?
0: like think about LeBron, Bosh, and Wade, right? Think right. about how many things had to come together at the right time for them to actually...
2: Right, they were eight years in, right?
0: Yeah, that and how many yeah. things had to align, and it's just a little bit harder, especially when, you know... Listen, you're dangling money out in front of somebody. It's hard to take that and just say, hey, I'm just going to take the bird in the hand. You know, yeah. which is kind of like what Carmelo Anthony did.
2: But I, so let me if I get this model straight, that yeah. means, for example, uh, Marvin Harrison could pick the best quarterback out there to team up, say, go with Justin Herbert and have like a super team feel.
0: Or if he wanted to go with Justin Fields or if he wanted to go or excuse me, go with CJ Stroud. So if he knows that he likes catching a passes from C.J. Stroud from their times at Ohio State, he just makes sure that he gets to go to the Texans. Like, I I just think the players, even if he'll say, hey, I'll take a little bit less because I want to take I want to go with C.J. So, again, we're talking about the metaverse of Maggie and Perloff. We do this every week at this time, Thursdays at this time. And this is what what ifs and what could have been in sports. And today we're doing what if the draft just disappeared tomorrow. And yeah. thinks that the glamour teams, like the Dallas uh The, the Dallas Cowboys,
2: Cowboys, the Dolphins, maybe the good weather teams, the L.A. Rams. Not the L.A. Chargers as much, although they have Harbaugh now who could recruit. Also, one thing, maybe a lot of the college football coaches <laughs> who know how to do this recruiting game get into the pros more. Now, it hasn't really worked in the past. Uh, I think Dan Campbell would do a nice job in this universe. He could recruit. Uh, yeah, I, I think... Listen, the NFL might be listening to us and they'd be like, anything we can do to get the Dallas Cowboys over that hump to get them in the Super Bowl, we'll, we'll take it.
0: Even if it's punting on like the, one of the biggest cash cows of the year, which is the draft.
2: Can I make one caveat, too? I'm of not course. saying the Cowboys wouldn't screw this up. They probably would. <laughs> I mean, they probably would. They could probably not get the draft. Everyone's like, I want to go to Dallas. Uh, we have this little thing, the salary cap that's in our way.
0: Yeah, you know, that would – so this would be another thing if if this is the multiverse and and a what if and what could have been and all of a sudden the draft goes away tomorrow. Another thing besides, I think, super teams, you would have the most dysfunctional locker rooms of all time. (laughs) If you don't have a super team, it'd be super dysfunctional. In what sense? Because all of the young quarterbacks, the rookies, would be the highest paid people in the locker room.
2: Are you getting rid of the rookie salary cap?
0: Sure, I'm. We're we're getting rid of the draft. What's the sal? There, there could be still a salary cap, but you might not get a rookie wage scale now because how are you going to entice somebody to come to your team if it's not the most money? Let's 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 do that one first. Oh, okay. So you're just offering so now, money. now it's
2: open free agency for the rookies.
0: Yeah. If if it, if that's the way this would go, if the draft disappeared well, tomorrow. Mean,
2: to be fair, it was like that for a long time. It
0: was, and you know the. It was tough, I think, for some of those younger guys.
2: I think people come up in football and know the quarterbacks are treated differently. I think they can get used to that. And I don't remember it being a huge problem that Sam Bradford made $50 million Well, it changed versus... the rule. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a huge problem in the sense that you got caught in these bad contracts that screwed yeah. up your salary cap. But I don't know if it was a huge locker room problem. Like, I'm not sure. Because I think every player knows the quarterback is different, right? You no, learn that do. from eighth grade on. Oh,
0: oh, for sure. But I think there's a reason why the NFLPA rank and file really push to change that rule. Well,
2: so the problem with it, and by the way, this is a radical move. The NFL PA rank and file who gets to vote on this yeah. guess what they're not rookies they don't care no, about that's these...
0: why they don't want the yeah. money all going yeah. to the rookies. even if
2: they got rid of the draft I'm not sure they're going to give up on the rookie salary cap because they want that money to be left over for the old guys it's
0: true it turns out that that didn't actually work they just start cutting guys <laughs> later well,
2: it, it did in a sense I mean listen it's, it's still the same pie they get 48% of revenue so I, I think some older guys have gotten more money it used to be crazy it used to be Jamarcus Russell would take all the money and then a lot of guys are on veteran minimum. It's a little better. Regardless, though, so, let's forget the salary cap here. Let me ask you, look at this year's draft, and just real quick, in yeah. our metaverse, where does Caleb Williams go?
0: So if there was no draft, yeah. we woke up tomorrow, there was no draft, and guys could just sign, like free agents, where would Caleb Williams go? Uh, Miami? Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: You think Dallas? I, Miami's got better receivers.
2: Yeah, I know. I just, I just feel like he would be so cool in Dallas. I think the L.A. Rams with McVay would be interesting, too.
0: Well, that would be good, too, because he's just coming from USC. But maybe he's yeah. del- maybe he does love his hometown. Maybe he'd want to go to Washington, the Commanders.
2: I think Lincoln Riley would be walking that sideline. If Jerry thought that he could get Caleb Williams, by- he wants to hire Lincoln Riley anyway. I think that would be the perfect match. Miami is a good one. They they might have their pickup players. They'll be like the Miami Hurricanes of 2001.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Those guys weren't dumb. They knew exactly what was up. Yeah, great team, great place to play, but uh, you no know, state income tax. Although I, in Texas, no state income tax either.
2: The one counter argument is that a lot of teams, a lot of guys go for just the most money. So I think at the end of the day, you might go to Cleveland because it's the most money. We saw Deshaun Watson clearly didn't want to live in Cleveland. He said, take that team off my list. And then they paid an ungodly amount of money and he put them right back on.
0: That is true. 855 2124 cbs right, so there it is. The metaverse for this week. The what-ifs and what-could-have-beens in sports. Today we did what if the NFL draft just went away and it became a free market. And as Perloff said, we say this is the metaverse. This has been a topic that's been broached before. You know, it seems very un-American to not have a free market, which is kind of what everything is based on in terms of uh, this country. And yet, weirdly, in sports, we get salaries suppressed because, uh, like, how much? If you just had an open, you know, competition to bid for LeBron James, I mean, how much is he worth? Not, not the fifty million he's making. Yeah. So, yeah. Be much I mean, more.
2: There, I think those are two slightly separate issues. But imagine most of us when we graduate—if you graduate college—you have to go work in Utah. Like that never happens. Like, right. say <laughs> you want to be an accountant. Okay, well, uh, you're headed off to Denver, even <laughs> though you live in Boston. Like, it's the only thing. It's the only job really where you're assigned a city. Uh, Actually, maybe the military does that too.
0: Um, Yeah, but uh, definitely. Yeah. But like, would you have signed up for some kind of roulette if you were coming out of college? Like, all right, we can guarantee you a job. You're going to get paid well, but you have no uh, control at all where you're going to live. You know
2: that happens with some doctor programs, right? That's true. To get your money, you
0: apply to those programs. So
2: I would have done that. That'd be cool. Remember the old show Northern Exposure, where a doctor had to go to Alaska to pay his debt. I would have signed up for that if if it had paid for medical school. Yeah, I'd do that. In fact, my daughter wants to be a doctor, but she loves Grey's Anatomy.
0: Yeah, if sure. somebody's
2: offering her to send her to Timbuktu <laughs> and they want to pay for medical school, I think that's a great idea. Uh, would, would you it, have done it?
0: Uh, well, let's see. The money is so big when we're talking about professional sports, or if you're paying off medical school debt, which is what two hundred thousand dollars or something. Is it? Wow. It would be. It would. It, it, that would be such a good option. But if it was just a regular job and I was getting paid like a, like whatever the average salary is in this country, I don't know if I would do that. Mm. Cause I don't know if I want to leave my family. What if I changed it? What if it was the world?
2: Yeah. No, there are programs like that too. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd be down with that for sure. I would love to live in another country at 23.
0: Just, just whatever, wherever the, oh. the ball lands, you totally. go. I mean, to... they're not going
2: to send me into a war zone. I would hope.
0: Well, you don't get to know.
2: Well, if gonna I'm not you're going to be down the there military.
0: with a, uh, Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippopotamus
2: Oh, Columbia, I'd love to live there Hey, Carlos, in the military you get ass- often get assigned to places you don't want to be, right?
1: Yeah, I was just telling Colton my active duty uh, station was going to be uh, in Alaska and I had Are no real? say in that The only reason I got out of it is I volunteered for deployment <laughs> I was like, I'd rather Wait, go overseas than go to Alaska
0: You said you'd rather go overseas
1: Not not, not that I'd said I went Wow! <laughs> just to get out of Alaska
0: Wait, where'd you end up going? I, I did a tour in Iraq. Yeah, I knew. I wasn't sure if you were in Iraq or if you were in Afghanistan. Uh, you would rather go to Iraq than go to
1: Alaska. I, I proved it. I went to Iraq instead of Alaska. No, would he did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I was like, uh, what's, I'm, what's Alaska?
1: Alaska? What? No shot. Alaska is
2: awesome. Alaska is amazing. People pay millions of dollars
1: to go on cruises <laughs> I, in Alaska. I, I, inc- I mean. And coming from Chicago, you think I'd be used to the cold in winter? I was like, I'm not doing Alaska. Is it because
0: and sometimes it's like you light see sunlight, all day? You see like, you see like
1: sunlight. Like it's, un, it's unnatural over there. Like I don't know how Alaskans live in Alaska.
0: Well, so yeah, sometimes it's like no sunlight, right? And sometimes yeah, it's, like, it's sunlight the, all the time. You see the
1: sunlight like half an hour of a day. Otherwise, it's like bright at like 9 o'clock at night. Like I couldn't get used to the environment and the, uh, the, the daylight versus nightlight over there.
2: Well, how is the weather in Iraq?
1: It was hot, <laughs> real sunny. <laughs> kind of the exact opposite. Yeah, no, the ex- I, I, but you know what? I I was okay with the hot because you know uh, how they make it work. Is I had to get uh you know I moved out of Fort Hood in Texas and then they moved us to Kuwait and you kind of adapt Accurate. to the climate there exactly. And then you know you went off to Iraq and you were chilling.
2: But Not you uh, you actually adapt to Alaska too. I went to college with a kid from Alaska. Be twenty five degrees, and would be wearing shorts. He's like, this isn't cold at all. You adapt you, over time. You, you get, get blood used changes. To it, but
1: no, I I listen. I was. Like, 18, I'm like, did I really want to go to Alaska? No. There's no what, what fun am I going to have over there? there are no, I can't
0: imagine uh, Iraq was a screaming good time.
1: At its moments. <laughs>
0: Is that right? Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you off air.
0: Okay. Um, I, you could have, you know, acclimated yourself to Alaska. You go from Chicago, maybe hang out in Buffalo for a little bit. Yeah, Sun doesn't like, shine I, there. I, I
1: hum- There's only so many igloos and, like, snowmen I can make. I would have <laughs> ran out of things to do. I'm pretty sure I just eliminated all hope of going to Alaska. They must be very upset with me right now. The tourism board is sending me a strongly <laughs> worded letter. I love
2: Alaska. I honestly kind of want to go. I well, You know, the one thing about Alaska is if you're a young man, it's what? Ten to one ratio of men to women. That's the famous thing because everyone goes up there to work. Got it. I, I've been. It's one of the most beautiful places on earth. Sure. You, think, you, you
0: think you're running into a lot of women in Iraq? I got another thing. I, I would imagine that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, no. I imagine well, the, the dating life in Iraq has got to be yeah, the
1: ratio's not great over here a little either.
0: suppressed. Considering, I don't know, well, how much an act, their house. Without. You're in
1: active duty. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not exactly hitting the bazaar. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're spending your money Yeah, out the there.
0: marketplace. And those women aren't talking to you anyway. I mean. i <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
2: We should do this as a poll. Would you rather be a non active duty in Alaska or Well, is it called active duty? Sorry. Is there Well
1: yeah, yeah. It's well it's active duty regardless. It's just, you know, I went on a deployment status. So what would ha- what like- would
2: you do in Alaska? What would what would the military do well, there's a I, lot of military yeah, up there, right? It,
1: it it depends on your role. Like whatever your job is supposed to be, you just do it there. Like um, I, I When I came into the Army, I was in chemical operations. So, like, I would have just been babysitting chemical equipment, making sure people returned their mask if they're to sign them out.
0: You know, pretty yeah, dull stuff. It's kind of like administrative. Yeah, essentially.
2: You and Sarah Palin up there in Alaska staring over at Russia, <laughs>
1: staring uh, maybe, them down. now you're selling me. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah, there we go.
0: 855 <laughs> CBS. Well, thank you for your service, Carlos. We appreciate that very much. For your I you I mean that fullheartedly. A 212 4CBS. You made a decision that a lot of people would not make. So yeah. thank you for that.
2: Yeah, a lot of people would have chosen Alaska. <laughs>
0: a lot of people That's would have a went down. A lot of
2: people would
1: have made regrets. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: okay. Coming up, lots more to do, including, man, did not see this one coming. Um, one of our big questions out there gets a little bit of a re- resolution. We've got that next. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
2: Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So we're doing the metaverse today. What if there was no draft in the NFL and players could just pick where they want to go, which brought us to the conversation. If you graduated from college and were assigned a city, would you be down with that? And I'm totally fine with that.
0: Just a roulette.
2: Well, uh, Yeah, maybe there's a rhyme or a reason You know, not just roulette Uh, Yeah, I guess it is kind of roulette You really have no say And that led us to uh, Carlos is producing with us today Apparently he, when he um, With the military Chose to go overseas to Iraq Instead of serving in Alaska And I was surprised by that Because I actually I think Alaska is pretty cool I would love to do a Norwegian cruise line Through Alaska
0: So it doesn't seem dangerous Which Iraq seems like you're really walking into danger.
1: Well, listen, I mean, when it came to like deployments, I would have rather chose to go than like been voluntold. Like at the time that I enlisted. Some
0: agency over your life. Right. I, I,
1: would, I would have had some control. I'm like, I'm going to go one way or another. I would rather, I think. So I'd rather let me dictate the terms ah, as opposed it. to being, you know, stronghold into something that I didn't want to do or, you know maybe a bad time in my life at the time i was single and i'm like all right listen let's just let's go do it fresh out of basic let's roll
0: okay so kind of get it out of the way
1: just knock it out yep. yeah being, okay listen, that
0: makes a lot more sense
1: i, <clears throat> I haven't been back to the deployment since kind of ducking and dodging and so uh yeah. maybe uh i think i made the right choice well, but also you too your, your dislike of
2: alaska stands
1: no, out No, listen, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that uh, was another the, part. we had
1: a caller that uh, the, during the break just confirmed all the reasons why i made the right choice of not going to alaska
0: really because we're on in alaska I believe, which
1: is why I'm probably getting a lot of, <laughs> no, I'm losing fans by the minute.
0: Oh, no, Carlos, we don't want to lose fans in Alaska, uh, especially cause we'd like to go there one day.
2: I, I've been to Alaska. It's oh. amazing. I had a great time. Saw a grizzly bear up close, a lot of salmon. Was it, was,
1: it polite to you? The bear?
2: Uh, I had a, I had a weird encounter with a grizzly bear. Or it was a brown bear. rather? I've told this story a hundred times, right? Uh, When you go to Alaska You go Where the salmon are spawning You go on a bear watching trip And you have a guide And basically We land at this island And you walk To watch the bears feeding And they don't care about you Because they're eating fish But then we were walking back To the boat And a brown bear Was ten feet in front of us And would not let us pass And was getting a little ornery Oh my god! So my stupid bear guide Is like Trying to calm the bear down And he's reaching For his bear spray And his hands start shaking I'm like Have you ever been up close Why are you a bear guide I think he was a total fraud And uh, But luckily I was with my ex girlfriend at the time. I was a little bit faster than her, so I, so I was not scared.
0: <laughs> just leave her to get eaten, mauled by a yeah. bear. Sure, that, that's the type yeah, of chivalry like, that exists. Per- ex girlfriend
2: you know. is the key word here. Yeah,
0: you don't got
1: to be faster than the bear. You just got to be faster than the person that you're with.
2: And this wimpy bear guy who had bear spray was like reaching. Like I'm like, dude, have, do you know anything about bears? You live in Alaska. So uh, that's my uh, last experience, well, but it's a beautiful place.
0: If you have a bear guide with bear spray, you're kind of, it's kind of like a cop with a gun. You're hoping not to use it. Right, right.
2: He had never used it. He right. said. But I this th- one particular bear would not get out of the way, which meant like he wanted, it's like go time. He wanted to, to spar wow. a little bit. All the smoke. Yeah. Bears are <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Uh, if, you ever, if you ever go hiking with yeah. Andrew Perloff, you will hear him just making a lot of noise, but you don't want to surprise a bear. So I'm um, saying, "Hey bear, hey bear," the whole trip long.
0: <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that's so annoying. It's
2: so <laughs> Central annoying. Park. What's up? In Central Park, where there are no bears? Yeah, yeah. Just in no, case. this this is in Brooklyn.
0: okay. That <laughs> is like walking through the neighborhood, just like slowly clapping. clapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bear, 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 I mean, bear, bear, bear.
2: You never know. You don't want to sneak up on a mountain lion or a bear. Yeah. These are rules to live by. <laughs>
0: Thank hey, you. Hippie, hippie, hippie,
2: hippie. <laughs> Cocaine, hippopotamus.
0: <laughs> wow, your experience with wildlife is so much more diverse than I had ever thought. Uh, Sean is in Oregon, wants to talk about Alaska. Hey, Sean, what's up?
1: You guys, I've worked here, there, and everywhere, and I don't go to Alaska. It's just not for me. It's, you know, some people can do that. But if you like sports, where do you go watch a ball game? If you like going out on a night on the town, where do you do that? You know, I'm just, uh, I'm, you're not sending me to Columbia. You're not sending me those places. It's, it's a nice place to visit. Every place is a nice place to visit. Don't get me wrong. I love those places. But after a few months, a guy like me and, and certain people, and we're going to get bored.
0: Okay, yeah, wait, hold on. Sean, I'm just doing a quick Google search here. Uh, I just said Juneau, Alaska, because it's the yeah. first city I thought of. You can go to the Lucky Pub. They're open soon. Red Dog Saloon yeah. and uh, Narrows Bar. You got nightlife?
1: No, thanks. No,
0: thanks. <laughs> How about the Timberline no, that, Bar and Grill? Those
1: guys would probably rough me up. I'll probably come out with a, uh. Uh, a couple of missing teas. <laughs> hey, Sean, by the way,
0: uh, be on the lookout in your in your mailbox. We put our thing in the mail for you the other day.
1: Oh, thanks a lot.
0: Thank you, sir. Great to talk with you.
2: Uh, By the way, Juneau is not really Alaska. It's way southern. It's basically Seattle north. It's by far the warmest city there. You can have a good party there. You know, there's a burgeoning, uh, our friend Nate Thompson, longtime NHL player, one of Alaska's proudest athletes, said that they're building new golf courses all the time in Alaska because you can play 24 hours. So rich people come up and play golf in the summer. I mean, it is
0: oh, because it's light out. time? it's light
2: out all the time. It's paradise up there. Apparently, not good enough for Carlos. Alaska amazing.
0: <laughs> it's just funny because I think when people think of Iraq, you know, before you explained it yeah. a little further about if you're going to get deployed, you want to do it in a time of your life, you know, when it's you're not being ripped away from your family. You were single at the time. All that makes so much sense. But like, I think when most people think of you know better quality of life, yeah, and I've never been to Iraq. I've been to the Middle East. Yep. I think most people would pick Alaska.
2: Yeah, I mean, the golf in Iraq, the, the sand traps are too big, so
0: <laughs> you can't avoid wow. the sand. What a dad joke. Wow.
2: Facts, though. Is there a
3: golf in Iraq? It's all,
0: it's all sand trap. Um, Snow traps. <laughs> I don't know.
3: There's grass traps in Iraq. Although
0: maybe we're being too narrow-minded here because sometimes they say, like, oh, you know, you don't want to go to so-and-so. It's dangerous. You know, Chicago, it's dangerous. And you get there and it doesn't feel dangerous.
2: <laughs> Chicago and Iraq. <laughs> I'm just saying. Back, but, uh, kind of the same thing. Yeah, no, is a wonderful city.
0: I'm
1: from Chicago. I can say that. Chicago's awesome, though.
0: But, you know, sometimes it's like the when you're actually there, you don't feel unsafe.
1: No, you just got to, just like anywhere, it, honestly, you just got to know where to go. Keep your wits about you. Right. Every place has, the, you know, their rough edge neighborhoods. That's what, true.
2: it's funny, you mentioned, Colombia is like the hottest tourist place in the world right now. Yeah, everyone but there's wants,
0: places you can go and there's places you can't go there.
2: But they've, in the last couple of years, I read a story that they've expanded like crazy. Now tourism has become a huge factor for Colombia. So they've made it almost, they're trying oh, to make everywhere safe. Everyone so goes to Car-
0: Cartagena. That's like the number one it's place to visit. There, yeah. and, uh, like, and
2: Medellin, too. Even the, the Coke place.
0: <laughs> my, yeah. And my, my older brother lives in Mexico. So I understand people have this like, oh, how could you go to Mexico? It's like, you know, it's so dangerous. It's like, well, I'm not part of a drug cartel, so actually it's not dangerous. It's lovely for me. Just and stay out of that business. Yeah. As long as you're not pushing drugs, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. Andrew Bogus is here, Mr. Cocaine Hippo himself. Hey, guys.
3: Uh, so this is why I got a communications degree in college. It's why I work hard most days to have the opportunity to read a sentence like this on national radio. Chief Superfan, Chiefsaholic, pleaded guilty in federal court yesterday to charges stemming from 11 bank robberies across seven states. This is his lawyer, Bob Loblaw.
2: From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions.
3: They also want to thank God they did 110%, and their teammates were great. Uh, Chiefsaholic's real name is Xavier Michael Babadar. His actions included the bank robberies, initially pleading not guilty to charges, then removing his ankle bracelet and fleeing authorities for a few months early last year. He was retaken into custody last July. More now from his lawyer, Matthew Merriman.
2: If I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chiefs' kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic... We know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. That's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. Where do you want to begin? (laughs)
3: Because pleading guilty feels like giving up, yet he doesn't give up. And what great thing is he going to do with himself facing 50 years in jail because of this? I was going
0: to say, if this is part of the reason that he pled guilty is like, oh, this is what my lawyer sounds like. I'm going to get 100 (laughs) years in jail just because of how annoying this guy is with these football metaphors. That is unreal. How does this guy think he's going to get hired? Oh. ever again.
2: I mean, he got hired by the chiefsaholic. I mean, I, I don't know <laughs> who his customer base is.
0: <laughs> but, Clearly. But when yeah. he's
2: talking, you'd think chiefsaholic
3: did nothing wrong yeah. and is getting 50 years in jail. Yeah. He's just a because bad dude, the, the Chief
2: oh. was awful.
3: He was yeah.
0: terrible. He was robbing banks. He was making people, he was, you know, traumatizing the people who work at the bank, who are in the bank. He was trying to launder the money through casinos. I mean, there's nothing cool about this guy. That wolf mass was stupid. And it's like, but you know, like as he got to the vault, it was like the red zone, you know, crashing. What the <laughs> hell is this guy thinking? Is he trying uh, to get a coaching job or is he trying to be a
3: <laughs> lawyer? Well, the Niner's duty to DC, so maybe uh the guilty plea again could mean fifty years in jail. Give Chief- him
0: 75 just <laughs> for this.
3: <laughs> Chiefs all must also repay five hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars to his bank victims. And for some reason, he has to forfeit a signed painting of Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah, the painting of Mahomes. How did he get yeah. that? I
3: don't know if he stole that,
0: or maybe that's worth something.
3: So he's got, a, he's handing that in as part of the payback. I'm not yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, put it on eBay. I would. I'd like to own the Chiefs of Chiefsaholic signed version of Patrick Mahomes. That'd be
0: awesome. <laughs> you part of the problem. <laughs> but that's he was also trying to launder the money. So maybe he was buying artwork to mm, try to launder mm. the money. I don't know. Have, have you ever sense. thought of how you would launder money?
2: Yeah, stuff. Sports gambling would be a one
3: well, that's away.
0: what he was doing. He was going to casino. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: That seems to be the number one thought everyone has now, right? You just go play a little bit, make it chips, and take it back out, and it's not yeah, it's yeah, different yeah. money. wasn't Better
0: Call Saul. They were buying, like, nail salons or something. Wasn't that part of? And
3: then there's a car wash. The car wash. Was wow. too much money.
0: That How about the uh,
2: Ozark with Jason Bateman? Uh, they're complicated. They had a casino to launder money. Yeah. But that at first, was he was just putting it behind walls. did and not it, work out well. It did not. <laughs>
0: It never does. Money laundering, and Meanwhile, by the then your lawyer's talking about a flea flicker in some kind of ridiculous way <laughs> to defend your silly action. Right.
3: And that's how everyone gets caught, right? It's not for the initial crime. Everyone historically has gotten in trouble for the back end, the cover-up.
0: Well, this is weird because I don't think we hear about bank robberies that much.
2: Yeah, I would it's think
3: that really the brash.
0: technology
2: would make it really hard to rob a bank. I know like you could do a lot of crimes now. Uh, because you could, Everyone wears masks, so you can hide your face mm. a little bit. You see anybody who looks suspicious wearing a mask, they're probably robbing a bank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyone no. still wearing an N9, whatever, N95? Or well, yeah,
2: I, during, this is my grand jury duty, there were a lot of people wearing masks who committed crimes, so it was harder to get them, but still bank technology.
0: I know, but wearing a mask is like old as Billy the Kid.
2: Right, wearing a, a medical mask yeah, like right, they were right. afraid of COVID. Right. That was a very common theme in grand jury duty. It's like, oh, uh, that's not me. <laughs> 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 like, wow. Awfully cautious as you <laughs> yeah. have this uh, drug deal. Yeah, the awfully, <laughs> awfully worried
0: about COVID as you are uh, breaking into a bank vault.
2: Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that's besides the point. I I do. It's amazing me too that how do you rob a bank in the year twenty twenty four? It's not nineteen thirty three. Yeah. with John Dillinger. <laughs> like how do you, how do you expect to get away with it? Except he got away with it a few
3: times.
0: I mean, eleven banks.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he is going to jail now for forever, so he didn't really get away with that's it. That's true. And I don't know how long he was robbing. He him lasted before. eleven banks. Yeah, but did it, how I don't know what the time frame of the eleven robberies was. Like I don't it was think a, it was one
0: afternoon. <laughs> no,
3: no, no. But like was it over three months or was it over five years?
0: I think it was during the season. I think he was still going to games, wasn't he? <sighs> nice. Feels like more of an off season thing.
3: <laughs> uh, let's do some Caitlin Clark. <laughs> 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 Minicamp for bank robbers. Uh, let's do some Caitlin Clark historical housekeeping. 33 points in last night's one hundred eight sixty destruction of Minnesota. Between scoring and assisting, Clark accounted for 61 points, one more than all the Golden Gophers. She now has 3,650 career points, one more than Lynette Woodard scored at Kansas from 77 through 81. But back then... Women's basketball was not an NCAA official sport. It's super
1: special. Um, You know, obviously she's one of the best all times. could certainly score the ball. Um, But I think it just shows, you know, Title IX is not that long ago. Fifty years is not that long ago. Um, And I think it just still shows the room that we have to improve and um, where women's sports is is going is a really great place. That was Clark.
0: Imagine all the advancements in women's sports by the time Chiefs of gets out of prison. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be amazing for us.
2: I wonder if anyone will catch Caitlin Clark's record by then.
3: Uh, Iowa head coach Lisa Bluter says passing Woodard is the real record, not when Clark passed Kelsey Plum for the technical NCAA mark uh, a few weeks ago. In the NBA last night, the Lakers stunned the Clippers 116-112. After trailing by 21 early in the fourth, LeBron outscored the Clips by himself in that final period 19-16. He had five threes, also had four assists. Uh, Those Kansas City Chiefs expected to tag Cornelajarius Sneed, but he also has permission to find a trade. And the New York Rangers, a 4-1 win over the Blue Jackets. New York has won 11 of 12. They jump Florida and Boston for the top spot in the Eastern Conference. Did that
0: guy fight anybody last night? Uh,
3: He did not, as far as I know, especially not early in the game. Matt Rempe.
0: Yeah, dude was on like a... The, basically, basically was the Chiefs aholic of mm. hockey players. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he he had was
1: more penalty minutes than nice time.
0: Yeah. He was the goon.
1: Can I throw a trade offer for
2: Lejarius Sneed? Are we Yeah. And uh, Is, wait, he's know, gonna be an Eagle? Yeah, the Eagles want LeJarius Sneed. Mm. They're they're recruiting him really hard. I guess he had four college teammates who are now on the Eagles. AJ Brown for Lejarius Sneed. Who says no? The Chiefs. Chiefs need a Chiefs desperately need a receiver. Because they haven't won Super Bowls? No, they they, they cut M V S so they can buy a bigger receiver. What do you think? Oh, that actually, that kind of works out great.
0: I think it's the Eagles who say yeah. no.
2: I think it's the Eagles who say no. But, uh, I don't think it's the Chiefs who say no. But I think that's an interesting solution to all our problems. I mean, you that's traded I say ours. I mean, Philly.
0: You <laughs> traded for AJ Brown and then paid him, and now you're gonna flip him? I don't know.
2: I, I just, I, I don't know how, how bad
0: is the locker room. Sheesh.
2: I just feel like you get a receiver easier than you get a shutdown corner. And the Eagles, uh, their old shutdown corners got old. They so desperately need a cornerback. You Buffalo Bills are in the same place. There are a lot of contenders who need a cornerback more than they need a wide receiver. Maybe this is a crazy idea. Maybe maybe this young man from Lower Merion, Pennsylvania has gotten over his skis with this trade proposal. But I like it.
0: <laughs> who? Uh, oh, you. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what's funny about this? I, I think LeJarius need I would not fault him for a guy who's won three. He was there for all three titles, right? For the Chiefs. Was he there for the first one?
2: I don't know. 2019 season?
0: We're checking that. I I think he's been there. He
2: probably I, was. Anyway,
0: why not take the biggest payday? You know?
2: Well, there. it's, it's a, tag a tag and trade. trade. So you're going to have to trade something. Uh, and how much, it, so, and what is A.J. Brown gets $25 million a year? How much is Sneed going to get? Well, it's 19.8 is the franchise tag number. Right. So they're about equivalent value. I'm going to throw this out there on the Twitter machine, see if anybody's He was not there for the, the first one,
0: only the last two. Okay.
2: I don't know. It's, how good is Legerea I mean, Sneed? He looks really good <laughs> in the playoffs this year. He's
0: amazing. Yeah. Like, like, I'm
2: surprised that the Chiefs are. Willing to get rid Me of him, too. it
3: yeah, must bit. mean that he's he wants a ridiculous amount of money.
0: Well, and this is the heat check too that you do when you're part when you're in a dynasty. I think Yeah, yeah. When
2: you're winning, you you want a paycheck.
0: Well, no, that yeah. for sure, if you're Snead, if you're Chris Jones and all these guys, but I'm saying even if you're on the chief side of this, don't you realize like, hey, we just drafted Trent McDuffie and he just became an all pro in three seasons. Like we're good at this. Yeah, and but they might trust themselves that they can do this without Sneed.
2: Yeah, I think Sneed's a little better than McDuffie, and McDuffie's awesome. Isn't Sneed the guy that never got thrown at this year?
0: And it seems like he never, obviously, doesn't come off the field. I mean, I, I just think you heat check yourself as part of these dynasties. are like, we can do it without Tyree yeah. Kill, We can do it without Jerry yeah. Sneed. We can do it without Chris Jones, but I don't know if they can do it without Chris Jones.
3: He might be the exception, He's right. the guy. Which is maybe why trading for A.J. Brown doesn't make sense because they're willing to get rid of Sneed and all of that money to give to Chris Jones, right. not to
2: redistribute it to a guy like A.J. Brown. The other thing, too, I don't think you need to give up an A.J. Brown to get a Legere Sneed because the Chiefs are, because you have to pay a a Legere Sneed, I don't think his trade value is that high. So maybe get them both. I've been working really hard with Howie Roseman, the GM. He doesn't know it, but (laughs) I'm working on a plan to get back in contention next year. Is that an Eagles
0: sweater you're wearing today? Yeah,
2: Maggie's wearing Eagles green. I'm wearing Eagles green. We look alike for some bizarre reason.
0: Can you believe that we actually dressed alike today? I mean, and it both, and it's it's not just that the color is exactly the same. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. It's not just that we are exact, almost the identical shade of green. It's also the identical, like, level of fancy. Yes. Like, I'm wearing a blouse and Perloff put a collared shirt under a sweater. It looks like we're Which going to a luncheon.
2: We never do. And there's no reason. I got nothing today. What do you I've have
0: got after the absolutely show? Absolutely zero.
3: <laughs> well, see, I, I was not aware of how long you guys have known each other until. You guys came here to the morning, so it, it it makes sense to me. It tracks that by now you guys are almost the same person.
0: Are we starting to look alike?
3: No, luckily for you, but <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, fair. A lot of similarities.
0: <laughs> look at a what lot happened. of meshing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Now we're just like we're we're thinking alike, we're looking alike, we're dressing alike.
2: Yeah, we definitely come up with a lot of the same ideas. <laughs>
3: There's no <laughs> doubt about happen.
2: that. Maggie's the, at least kept her loyalty. She's not dropping the bills and the rest of her teams like you. That's softy.
3: She's always a spine.
2: Oh, God. Are you, boy, are you becoming like Bilotti, bogus? We're becoming precious about rooting for your own team.
3: Uh, I think I'm staying like Bilotti and most of America who think that you shouldn't be doing what you're oh. doing.
2: Bilotti, by the way, another sneak attack. He's hiding in the back of the room somewhere just to wait for me to say anything that annoys him. What are you doing back there, buddy? Training
0: Colton. Yeah. Yes. Oh. I'm training. So I thought
2: he was, I keep thinking he's gone, so I'm uh-huh. free to root for whoever I want. But oh no, the uh, team police is here with Pete
0: <laughs> No, I, I'm sitting back there to, to hide from your green shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's crazy how much we look alike. 855 212. Thank you, Bogush. 855 212 4CBS. Coming up, uh, one of the big questions, again, we're going to get it answered right here, right now. We'll do that next. Welcome back, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Okay, so the NFL Players Association, Perloff, did a survey. 1,700 players players answered questions about their teams, the facilities, the diet, nutrition, the food, uh the trainers, the coach, the 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 owner, just of eleven different categories and then gave them grades. You and I are gonna give our two most mm. uh two for you and two for me, most shocking or interesting revelations from all these report cards.
2: Okay. You go first. Okay. I, I, I wonder if we'll hit the same ones.
0: Okay. So the ones I'm gonna go with one serious one and one that's like a little just bizarre. The serious one is the Ravens, the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys to name three teams. The players felt like they did not have enough physical trainers, like the people who help and work with them one-on-one to try to keep them healthy. Like the ones who are tending to their injuries and stuff like that. So think about it, the Ravens, the Bills, the Cowboys. Three teams with Super Bowl aspirations who have dealt with injuries. In a lot of ways, injuries have hampered um, their pursuit of a Super Bowl. They don't have enough access to one-on-one treatment to prepare for games and recover from injuries. That, to me, was stunning. You have a billion-dollar industry, billion-dollar teams, more than a billion, that they're worth. And the commodity is the players and their bodies. How could you be lacking in this department is... Insane to me. So that was the first one kind of serious that I found just eye-popping.
2: Okay. The one that stood out to me and really kind of hit me where I live, the Bucks, uh, they charge you, after four years of experience, you can pay $1,750 if you want to opt out of having a roommate in your hotel room prior to games. Right. The NFL, I know the NHL still has roommates. Veterans have to room with guys before games? That's awful. Imagine if... I think one of the great things about aging in an industry and getting more mature in your job and getting maybe a higher title is that you don't have to have a roommate on the road. So you're <laughs> telling me like eighth year players have to have roommates on the road before a game?
0: I know that there were seven teams that don't guarantee you you're going to have your own room before games. I always just assumed it was the youngest players who have to root together.
2: Would you pay $1,700 if you were a veteran and how important sleep is before a game not to have a roommate?
0: Absolutely. Of course. So, be,
2: oh, so you would pay it?
0: Oh, definitely. If I'm a veteran, for sure. Sure, that's a young lot. Person, that's eight games.
2: At, you know, that's seventeen thousand or no, nineteen thousand dollars out of your pocket.
0: No, yeah, per season. No, it's every game because yeah. the, even at home games, they stay in a hotel before the game.
2: Oh my god! Even the home hotel room where you must yeah. have a great wow. So it's it's seventeen times one thousand seven hundred fifty. That is crazy to me. I'm sorry, I figured that. You know, if I could get my own hotel room in and, and Aaron Donald has to pay $1,800, or sorry, Tampa Bay Bucks yeah. you telling me Mike Evans had to pay 1800 bucks to sleep alone?
0: Okay, so my second one that was shocking to me, and this is like the opposite of Steve Ballmer, the Clippers owner who only wants to have like a million toilets in the new arena. Yeah. If you, the Cincinnati Bengals, according to this NFL Players Association survey, 50% of the showers don't work. And there's consistent plumbing issues, which means five toilets were available for the entire team. Oh, boy. (laughs) Five toilets for the whole team. I mean, when you're talking about practice squad, the roster, all that, I mean, we're talking about 80, 85 people using five toilets. Yeah, that's not good. That's
2: gross. Uh, Yeah, especially, I mean, there's some big Big, big players. We're all
0: thinking the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Also, the food apparently sucks. Yeah, sorry, and also, you're...
2: <laughs> right, right. That team that you said, how is their food ranking? Not that's good. That's important. Okay,
0: your last one. Uh,
2: the And it's getting a lot of play is the Chargers apparently charge uh, a large fee for watching your kids during the game. Yeah. Game day daycare services, $75 for the first child and $50 for each additional <laughs> child. I don't know. It That's feels to like for
0: a babysitter and keep them home.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're a player, you should get free daycare. It, I understand just, that
0: just for the games,
2: just for day. Yeah.
0: It's just the game day.
2: It's just a weird thing. Like, Hey, Hey, Nick Bosa, give, give me 75 bucks to watch your kid. I, I feel like these Joey, guys, I'm oh, sorry, Joey Bosa. <laughs> right. It just feels weird to me to actually ask for that money from a guy, you know, because these are special people, these players in the facility Hey, uh, I don't know. Justin Herbert doesn't have kids. Give me a player there who has Khalil kids. Mac. Khalil Mack. He's probably got, you know, he's going to have to dish out 200 bucks to, to entertain the kids during the game.
0: I'm telling you, there's more stuff from this uh, so this survey that's wild. Think about this. The Broncos reported that multiple cars were stolen from the parking lot of the mandated team hotel during training camp. What is going on? You know, That's
2: weird because I know where that is. I've been there in training camp. That's a nice neighborhood
0: multiple cars stolen Mm. wow okay coming up would you pay this quarterback 200 million